What's up, everybody? Welcome to Words of Wisdom Podcast, where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life. I'm Jennifer Brienne, and I serve as your podcast host to bring words, voice, language, and freedom to your world. It's Wednesday, so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives. What's up, everybody? I hope you're having an amazing day. Um, let's not forget that it is the day the Lord has made, and it's one that we will rejoice and be glad in. My name is Jennifer Brand, and I'm your podcast host, bringing you words, voice, language, and freedom. And one of the main things that needs to have voice and language and freedom and words all around it is the fact that the world is in a huge state of a huge state, excuse me, of transition and shifting, right? And so not to jump right in, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. If you enjoy this, um, leave me a rating, a review, like this, share this with somebody you think may love it. Um, In addition, um, also, if you are returning, thank you so much. You make me continue to strive and continue going. And um, I appreciate your listens, your shares, and everything in between. Normally, I would be in a podcast setting that was um, omitted of all of the other things going on around me in the current world. But like many of you right now, I'm not in a state of normalcy. Nothing in my life looks the way it did, you know, I guess what, two to three weeks ago. I can't go to the store and get what I need if I'm allowed to go to the store, depending on what state I'm in. Um, I'm not allowed to be in my normal zone, my normal place of comfort. Um, I'm, you know, completely... um, learning to adapt to a new world and I'm sure many of you are in various ways more than one and so that's what we want to talk about today because there's a lot of things going on um if if you may notice I'm pretty sure that everyone knows exactly what I'm referring to but you may also notice that I've never actually voiced the very thing that's been in a lot of people's mouths and the reason why I don't want to talk about the name of the particular pandemic or I don't want to talk about um giving any voice to all of the fear all of the fake news false news um, updated reports, polling numbers that are growing um, in negative rates. I don't want to give this podcast any space to highlight any of that because I'm sure you've had enough of it. I'm sure your social media was flooded with it. I'm sure the people that you're quarantined in your homes right now are having thoughts, worries, fears, doubts, anxieties. They're trying to muddle through what the normalcy of what's new and what's happening right now looks like for them as am I, as is my family and everyone that I love. And so so due to that fact, I want this to be um, a very different space for you. If you've needed that, well, here it is. Um, what we need to talk about today is giving the voice of faith in the midst of fear. Everywhere you look, everybody's afraid. And, you know, I believe that there is a strong need for caution, a strong need for precaution. I totally believe that, you know, particular warnings and settings that um, would avoid or omit certain things from happening or taking place in the event that they possibly could, if we can put any measures in place, um, I'm totally for that. But let's look at the voice of faith. In the midst of fear, in the midst of worry, in in the midst of doubt and unbelief, like, let's look at the voice of faith. First of all, when you're, when you're thinking about the voice of faith, you have to realize what you're thankful for. Um, I am based in America. And I understand that I have a lot of followers who are not in this part of the world, but in my part of the world, um, hopefully this applies to you as well. But in my part of the world, 
a lot of jobs were um, able to go online. People are able to work from their homes, which is a blessing. People are able to stay at their homes, which is a blessing. People are able to spend more time with their families, which is a blessing. People were able to go to the store, even if they panic bought, they still had to buy, which is a blessing. Um, so everything that, you know, I'm naming as a blessing, you may think there is a counter to. You may say, oh, well, for everybody that panic bought, now they're senior citizens who aren't able to buy. Well, guess what? We have a global community of people who, who are rallying around those marginalized individuals who don't have the resources and their funds that they need. There are people, celebrities who are giving. I just read earlier today where um, I think Rihanna gave about $5 million um, to help those who don't have in their time of need. So we have a global community of sharedness, of connectedness, of togetherness, of oneness. We're moving toward a common goal to eradicate this thing that is so just uprooted a lot of our lives and shaken a lot of our comfort zones, which also might I add is a blessing. I started this podcast um, notifying returning and um, new listeners about me being outside of my comfort zone because first I'm not in control of anything that you may hear in my background. I'm outside right now. There's dog barking. There's a guy working out. Um, I just finished working out. There's cars driving by and that's not normal to receive from my, um, podcast. However, I've controlled as much as I can control. And that is one of the things that we have to do. We have to control what we can control. I can't tell the man, hey, dude, I got a podcast that is really important for me. So can you stop jogging because we can hear the pad of your feet on the pavement? Or hey, dogs, you God created you to bark, but now's not the time. No, life will continue to go on as you will learn that you need to go on as well. So again, we're counting our blessings because there's no way that you can be in the voice of faith. There's no way that you can be hopeful, optimistic, mystic that you can be um a light in this darkness if you don't have the voice of faith and if you're not first thankful be thankful that you have a home to stay in be thankful that you have enough clothes and enough utilities be thankful that even major corporations are working with us if you don't have you know the means to pay your rent um unemployment um verizon i'm just you know naming some people who need kudos right now all of the uh power companies in several states rent properties people are foregoing um, payments that people aren't allowed to pay and you may be of the people who have been blessed because they need that assistance right during this time you may be of the people who are so blessed that you have savings that you don't have to forego or defer any payments on anything that you owe or anything that you need during this time um, and even our legislators our senators our congressmen they're fighting hard to get uh, what are called relief payments and all type of student loan deferments I mean there is a lot of light that is coming forth and that is birthing out of a time that does not feel the best. But that's one of the many blessings in everything that we're experiencing right now. No, it doesn't feel good. But what are you going to do with this time? Like, are you going to sit around and watch the news every day as fake and false news tells you that the world is woe, droll, oh, it's me? Or are you going to stand in your God-given right to believe, to stand, to exercise freedom, to adapt? We have technology that affords us the opportunity to still be educated in the coziness of our home. We have so many things that afford us the opportunity to be stronger, to be wiser, to be better. Um, one of the things that I've recommitted to is being more fit, which is also why I might sound a little winded <laughs> because I tried to up my time today. But, you know, just refocusing on our goals. Those students, um, you know, my heart goes out to all of the seniors, both high school and college, who um, were set to graduate within less 
than a month and now um, that has been canceled or suspended or postponed to a date that they can't make. I am so sorry. I was on the phone with the senior last night and I was just heartbroken with her because she was the valedictorian of her class and she worked very hard um, to work up the nerve to even speak for the time that she was allotted only for it to be canceled. And so this is a time now more than ever to be hopeful. This is more, this is a time now more than ever, as I said on the phone with this high school senior who's trying to navigate what life after this is going to be, um, that she's hopeful. She's optimistic. She's like, you know, it's not what I wanted. Um, it's not what I even imagined. You know, you work very hard to get to this moment. But just like I told her, I'm telling you, create your moment. The voice of faith right now is telling you to create the moment, man. Like we could sit around, like I said, and cry and moan and groan and complain and and miss those things that we can't change. But what can you change? Like what can you control? What can you be in power of? What can you speak light on? There are so many people who even if you look at the worst of your situation, there's somebody who has it worse. There's somebody who wishes that they could trade places with you. And guess what? Because somebody... um has it worse than you that means that there's somebody that you can give to there's somebody during this time right now that you could impact their life I had some extra toilet paper um stored up and I thought you know it's not much but I was able to share with someone who went to the store and wasn't able to get any toilet paper I come to find out that she didn't have a whole lot left and I was able to change her life in that small moment and you know you may not be a Rihanna right now like you may not be able to give five million but what can you get what percentage of your income can be donated to someone else what percentage of your proceeds of your time of your effort of your attention of your even your words of affirmation you're sowing seed into the life of someone else and the voice of faith is all about that. The voice of faith is powerful, it's strong, it's resolute, it's courageous in a time of darkness. And even now, like the voice of faith is calling for creativity. There are so many jobs, persons, students who had to transition their whole semester, their whole way of doing things to an online office, an online setting. And there is creativity needed now more than ever. So what creative thing could you create for the world that we need in this time? Because I guarantee you this just like ebola just like uh the plague just like the bionic plague just like the flu just like any other virus or viral thing that has swept nations um we will get past it and you have to keep in mind that this too shall pass and we will recover and when we do what is going to be different in your world because of it when i was jogging tonight i was like you know what man i am so tired but i'm gonna push because i had that last quarter of a mile and i was like i gotta give it all i got i gotta give it all i got because i may not get this opportunity who's to say that by tomorrow or by next week i may not even be able to exit my house and i'll only be able to work out inside so it made me realize that now more than ever we have to maximize every single opportunity so there may be something creative on the inside of you that you have been waiting to release you've been waiting to create and maybe you just have a creative genius like myself maybe there's not something necessarily that you're waiting to produce or share with the world but you have an ingenuity on the inside of you that's needed the world needs your voice of faith the world needs your voice of light the world needs your voice of hope the world needs your voice of optimism the world needs your energy in a viral space in a virtual space excuse me to change it like after this is over 
after we have moved on past this, the world needs to be get better because you cho- you chose to use your voice of faith to shift the world to a better place. Not because you want to be one of the negative Nancy's, not because you want to be one of these conspiracy theorist people that have all of these like erroneous arguments that have no basis, that have no uh, foundation, that have not one sided credible source, but these illusional ideas that would never take place in the real world. And you've latched onto these ideas like, no, 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 no. We need you in this hour, in this time, at your respective place from wherever you are to change the world for the better. If that means going over to your neighbor's house or leaving some toilet paper on her front door or um, sharing a virtual e-hug or sending an email um, on behalf of somebody else to elevate their chances or opportunity or exposure or praying for someone that you don't know or connecting with someone new, whatever it means for you and for your world, I guarantee you we need it. We as a global society need it. And when you're talking about the voice of faith, when you're talking about the voice of faith in the midst of fear, it's really, it's really easy um, to identify what needs to be said, right? Like there's a lot of things that are being said that are negative. There's a lot of things that are being said that have no basis. They have no foundation. They, <laughs> they're not even credible. Um, they don't help the world. As a matter of fact, they hurt, they hurt the world because they, they're misleading, but they're also influencing. And so in order to navigate the voice of faith for those who need to hear what you have to say, it's figuring out first, like, how do you want to share what it is you have to say? Is it a caption? Is it an image? Um, Is it an email? Is it a Zoom meeting? Is it a conference call? Is it a podcast? What is it? Is it um, a Tumblr post? Is it a blog post? Because a lot of things that we're doing are virtual right now. I mean, let's be virtual. Let's use technology to our advantage to share faith. And when I say faith, I'm talking about the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And if you wonder where I get that from, that's from Hebrews 11 and 1. It's the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What is a substance of something that you hope for right now that you have no evidence of seeing? I can tell you right now, there's a whole lot of people in this world who hope for the substance of a world that doesn't have them quarantined. They hope for the substance of a world that allows them the freedom to leave their house, to go to the store, to get the supplies of whatever they need and not be out of stock because of panic or fear. The substance of that is being and having that um, in a tangible place, right? The evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? Well, right now it doesn't look like that. As a matter of fact, if you look around the world, it looks like things are getting worse. It looks like we're getting more and more and more quarantine time and we're getting more and more locked down because stores are closing earlier. Shops are closing indefinitely. People are trying to find utensils and tools and technology so that they can work from home. There's a host of things going on in the world that make it look like that is not going to be anytime soon. And I've also read and heard where people have announced out of the voice of fear that it doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon. But what are you believing? What do you believe is going to happen? Not based on what you see, but what you know. Like, again, I know for a fact, a, a proven fact. And, and, you know, as a as a scholar in the um, in empiricism and scientific rigor and academics, we don't like to say that we prove anything. You know, we like to say we suggest at best 
Well, let me tell you, it's been proven that the world will go on, that vaccines will vaccines will be found, that solutions will be found. Um, because if we if we want to be honest, the voice of faith is very silent right now underneath all of the loud screaming fear. For instance, did you know that the recovery rate for the things happening in the world is actually a lot higher than the fatality rate? But you wouldn't know that because it doesn't sell on headlines. Listen, guys, I, I've studied communication for very, for very many years, and I'm very blessed to look at things from an educational standpoint. I'm very blessed to know that there are certain things that you have to check different articles, sites, and, and stats, and, and figures that you can go back and find the source of those things to verify the credibility of that source. And sometimes when you dig down to the rooty, the rooty nitty-gritty uh, sources and and factual sites that these people are pulling this information from it's just bloggers who are sharing hot information to get hits to their websites or it's people who took a piece of information they didn't clarify it they didn't verify where it came from they didn't see how reliable the source was and they ran with it before the information was disproved so i'm saying all that to say that um a lot of the information that's good and that's healthy about the things and the place that we're in in the world now is not being loud screamed it's not being loud streamed either so some of the loudest voices are incorrect right now and I may not be one of the loudest voices but I'm, I'm coming strong and passionate to be a loud and a strong and clear voice to let you know that faith looks a lot more clear it looks a lot more hopeful and it will help you navigate this time listen I can't give you a definite timeline I am not a psychic nor do I profess to be and I'm so I'm not going to give you at this date at this time quarantines will be lifted um, the CDC will come back with new information saying that we can do this and we can't do this and life will return back to normal what I want you to recognize is that life is not technically going to ever be normal again after this because you will be able to look at your children and your children's children and you will be able to say that you live through one of the hardest shifting transitional times that our country has ever been through and I'm, I'm not comparing this to other time I'm making I'm not making light of other times that our country has been through however what I am saying is that it's faith that will navigate you through this time no matter what you perceive this time to be no matter what what people are trying to tell you about what our nation and what our world is going through what you're going through individually I can say that after this is behind us after we have moved on after we have laid the power of this thing to rest and we are walking triumphantly in our in our walks in our life there's still gonna be a time where we're going to have to readjust to living in a world together. Right now, we're, we're isolated to our own selves, to our own families, to our own loved ones, and we're going to have to learn to live again. We're going to have to learn that it's okay to not be, you know, hyper-germaphobic when we go to the store, that we don't have to live in a world that has gloves and masks and hazmat suits and safety precautions everywhere. Who's to say that after this, that some of those um, precautions don't lift. Who's to say that, you know, maybe some businesses or operations will say, you know what, during this time, we liked that we were able to handle effectively uh, having 10 customers in at one time. So we're only going to allow 10 at a time from this point forward. Who's to say that major corporations aren't making adjustments because major companies like Target have foregone almost three, I think it's either 3 million, some, some, 
level of millions to help workers, you know, work from home or to help them navigate financially this time. So who's to say that they say, you know what, maybe we don't need as many workers as we thought. And there's a mass layoff who say that stock markets aren't going to skyrocket positively in a, in a, in a increasing, amazing direction because business is booming again. There are so many things that are going to shift on the other side of this. So for those of you who think, oh, I just can't wait for everything to go back to normal. I got some news for you. It may not be as normal as you expected. It may not be as mundane, as routine, and as easy to uh, just revert back to the way things was. Because remember, we're shifting right now. The world is learning to live in a very different way. And so because of this, it may have lawmakers, decision makers, uh, forerunners, gatekeepers think about the way that they do things very differently. Guys, we live in a very different world. And this is not bad news. This is not bad news. This is amazing news. It is a is an amazing time for people to be the most innovative and creative and excited about the way lives are to be lived. Now, granted, this is a bit extreme. Quarantine is not fun. It's not ever fun being restricted. And quarantine is not fun because it deprives us of the number one thing that we all desire. And that's relationships. That's communication. That's time spent with loved ones. That's social interaction. And I hear my introverts on here saying, no, no, no. I love things the way they are. I love being, you know, in in my house and um, by myself or just me and mine. And okay, that's beautiful. But that's not totally how God designed things to be. And I I can back that with scripture if you really want to go there. But the Lord put Adam in the garden, garden and he told him, he said, you know, it's not good for man to be alone. So he gave him a help me. And ever since then, ever since then, we've been assigned and looking for and and working toward and interacting with help meets, help meets, whether they're in the form of coworkers, teammates, uh, life partners, significant others, um, you know, all these different organizations, hierarchical organizational systems that allow us in our work to flow. There's some things that are in this world that are too big to do alone. So do I think that the world will continue at this pace forever? No, I do not. Uh, Because there's a lot of extroverts who are itching to get out of the house. There are a lot of people who want to do some things that are bigger than themselves. So they have to interact with a world that's bigger than themselves to achieve those things. Do I think that some people will shift their lifestyles because they realize that they can work and thrive and make income by just being at the house? Absolutely. People were doing it before a global pandemic decided to interrupt all of our lives. So, yes, I believe there'll be more people who will sit at home and work. And there's nothing wrong with that. Listen, online technology is one of the greatest things to ever happen to our world at large. And I do believe that it can be one of the greatest benefits if we allow it to be. So the, let's not be negative. Let's let's be innovative. Let's be open-minded. And let's, let's work through this together. Um, the voice of faith is collaborative, right? The voice of fear is competitive. The voice of fear says, well, there's not enough online jobs or there's not enough online resources and somebody's already doing the thing that I'm doing. That's the voice of fear because it's competitive. The voice of faith is always collaborative. The voice of faith says, hey, let's get on a Zoom call where I can get more than one person in or let's let's work through this together in whatever avenue, capacity or facet that needs to be done. The voice of faith says, I'm going to keep going no matter what it looks like, no matter how, <laughs> how bad my legs are burning. The voice of faith says this can be done and I will be of the ones who not only gets it done, but will continue going through. So I'm speaking from the, the perspective of a student. 
right? Like everything online for me, totally different. Um, I had two online classes. I'm sorry, two in-class, on-campus classes. I'm a GA, so I work under two professors, which we met weekly in person. Um, I had a research project that I was doing, which I was required for me to go to the middle school once a week. I mean, there were several different types of things that required my physical presence. And now all of that is different. I'm in a different state. I'm in a different city um, because I prefer to be at home with my family during this this time. And so um, that was a personal decision, but it was one that meant the most to me because it was most effective. So yeah, it, it matters, you know, um, what your world looks like and what's different for you. And I had to take a week and just adapt to what new norms look like for me. That doesn't mean that my struggle or my transition or my shifting is any different than anybody else's because I know from what I'm going through that there is a world of people who are experiencing a lot of different shifts, hours being cut, jobs being laid off, um, unemployment, they're, they're not quite uh, qualifiable for, qualified for. Um, but with all of that said, there is still hope. There are still ways. There are still people who are willing to give and to sow. So I just, I just really, I, I really wanted with this podcast to shine light in dark places because I know some of you listening may not be acting out fear, but you may be ingesting fear, right? You may be listening to a lot of the news media. You may be listening to a lot of social media or a lot of the memes that are subliminally, um directing your attention to things that are not positive about the things that are going on in the world um for instance i I read i scrolled past a meme that said it read remember the times where we used to go out to eat yeah fun times huh well i mean (laughs) yes there were beautiful times where you could go and sit down in a restaurant and we're not there at that place right now but guess what one day we will be able to go back inside of restaurants and sit down and eat and have a good time and enjoy the fellowship of other people and laugh and eat good food and make memories. It's not over. And for those of you who've gone off the deep end to say that the world is over, my heart breaks for you. The world is not over. As a matter of fact, the voice of faith is telling you right now that a new world is emerging. And if you un- if you open your eyes and understand that like because of this, you have the opportunity to be on the cutting edge of one of the most beautiful times that our world has seen. And I want you to be a part of that, but you cannot be if you're blinded. So my hope is that the eyes of your understanding are enlightened to know the hope of the calling of what is happening in the world right now it's beautiful you can decide right now if you're going to look at that cup and you're going to say it's half empty or the cup is still seeping or it's almost out or if you're going to say that the glass is half full you know however you want to look at that cup how whatever you want to believe about that cup now is your time to make a decision and it's not too late if you've kind of been soaking up fear soaking up the news soaking up the fact that you can't go to church you can't go to your local gym you can't go to the classroom you can't go to work but you have to sit in the house well let's shift your your understanding let's shift your mindset about it and let's find out what is best for you in this season what what makes this world and this place look a lot better for you what what allows light and hope in a new world to emerge so that 
you can live in hope and you don't have to live in fear and you can speak faith. You can look at um, your world from a place of faith and not a place of fear. What can be done differently? And I know I'm shooting off a lot of questions, but I really want to make you think about the things that are happening in our world today. Um, and that also is happening in your world. One of the best things that I find during this time, and I say find in present tense because I'm continuing to find this to be true, that what this quarantine time has allowed for me is a refocusing on myself. It's really made me look at my disciplinary habits because now I'm working in a desk that's right beside my bed. I can cuddle up with my husband at any time. I can go across town and visit my mom and sit and shoot the breeze with her and love on my nieces and nephews. And what I'm getting at is that it's easy to be distracted when you don't have to get up and go to a place that causes you to focus which for me was the classroom, which for me was the office, which for me was my comfort zone. So it's like, how disciplined are you outside of your comfort zone? And I think we can all answer that question right now as we're having to work and navigate life from home. So how comfort are, how, how disciplined are you outside of your comfort zone while simultaneously being in a comfort zone that you created? That's heavy, I know, because I'm living that, like I said, I find that every day to be a new um, level of awareness. So again, I mean, what what can you do? What, what, what else can you do with the habits that you have? How disciplined are you? How focused are you? How punctual are you to the meetings that you have, whether they're online or via phone um, for the assignments and the deadlines that you have? And maybe you aren't in school. Maybe you don't have to work from home. But if you just have true free time right now, what about all those things that you said around the house as you said if I ever get a moment I'm gonna clean out that garage I'm gonna clean out that pantry I'm gonna reorganize the backyard I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that well this is your time to shine this is your time to put in that extra work to get ahead in some way maybe it's not something around the house maybe it's something on the inside of you perhaps you have a project a book a podcast I saw a lot of people you know that were bashing people for using their extra time to do extra things but heck it's extra time if it's cleaning out your car if it's uh, gutting that junk drawer, a lot of us in our houses have junk drawers. If it's cleaning out or organizing the junk drawer, maybe you don't want to clean it out. Maybe you just want to clean it up, you know, um, organize it, whatever it is. Like this is your time to shine. This is your time to get ahead. This is your time to rest. Maybe that's what you need to get ahead on. You said, you know, the job is not demanding you as much. School is not demanding as much. Your children, your family, your husband, whatever is not demanding as much. So, Maybe now is that time, right? I just believe strongly, firmly, deeply down in my heart that this is a great time to be alive despite what media and fear are telling you. And the reason why I say media and fear is because maybe it's not media that's telling you fear. Maybe it's someone else. Maybe it's something else. But anyway, I'm outside and... um my husband is giving me the stare, which means I need to wrap this up. So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope that um, this was everything that you needed it to be. I hope that there was some light and hope that was shared for you. Um, so if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it, like it, um, give me a rating, a review, um, and give it to somebody who needs just some optimism, just something to lighten their spirit and to lift some of those heavy burdens that they're experiencing right now. So again, like this 
this, share this. Um, and if there's more that you want me to discuss more in depthly, let me know. I again, I just wanted to be optimistic in a dark time, and I will continue to be that because that's what I've always done, and that's who I am. So until next time, guys, I love you all. Peace, love, and hair grease.